it's Erica. And Liana. Come join us on Patreon. Where you can unlock weekly episodes, videos, and... Be invited to Patreon-exclusive Zoom meetups. Just download the Patreon app and search for Night Guys Podcast. Or go to the website, www.patreon.com forward slash nightguyspodcast. You can join for as little as $2 a month for full access. See you on Patreon. Squiddle deedle 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 deedle. And it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. And today, guys, we have a special guest. And we are very special so guest. Oh damn excited. Very excited. I don't even <laughs> Erica, you introduce her. She almost so needs no introduction. But I know. We have Emma from Real Life Ghost Stories Podcast. Woo! Mother to Bins, the most cutest of cats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she also hosts it with Dan, her husband, but I mean, sorry, Bims comes first. Sorry, Dan. Um, <laughs> welcome! Yay! Hi! I just want to verify that, yes, Bims does in fact come first. Um, in our marriage, she is my number one, and that's that's how it goes. So that all that information was completely Let's accurate. Check it out. Okay, good. I didn't want to offend, but I'm more scared of offending Bims than <laughs> And you should be. Okay. You should be. She's very dangerous. I mean, we're kind of the same in our marriages as well, though, because my cat, Honey, and also Turnip. Animals first. Like, they're just, it's what it is. Men understand. So yeah, they should. At, at least they better. <laughs> they have no choice. No, they don't. No, they don't at all. Cats okay. Forever. So for the people that don't know about your podcast, which would be silly, but for the people that don't. Would you please give them a brief little explanation of your podcast? Yes. So I uh, host a podcast with my lovely husband, Dan, and it is called Real Life Ghost Stories. And it does exactly what it says on the tin. (laughs) We tell real life ghost stories. We do two episodes a week. We do an episode on a Sunday where we tackle like a famous historical case. And we do an episode on a Wednesday where we read listener stories. And we also, on a Sunday, we review films horror films uh briefly at the beginning of the episode and that's what we do we're definitely gonna be talking about movies in a little bit with you because we have some thoughts (laughs) we've been watching so many movies because Mm. of the pandemic (laughs) not all good no good (laughs) um but before we launch into everything we have a little icebreaker question erica it's very hard it's very hard think think (laughs) you you better come up with a good answer for this one this is important yeah, otherwise the, the whole interview is over. We will say goodbye. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually slightly nervous. No, don't be. We would never we would never give an actually hard question. I mean, technically it's a little hard, but not it is. yeah. All right. So, Emma, who is the sexiest vampire? No, in your opinion, it's not a multiple choice. <laughs> oh, right? that's a hard question. Tell us your thoughts. Walk us through it. Walk us through the process because it could be like as long as we're avoiding Twilight and going toward 
<laughs> oh yeah, I've never seen Twilight. Oh so okay, I'll okay. Go. Dude, yeah, I've seen the first one, and I was, I was done at that point. <laughs> no, I've never, I've never seen any of them, and I kind of, I va- like I, because you can't avoid it, right? It's one of those vampire mm-hmm. stories you can't avoid because of all the memes. So I kind of vaguely know the story. I've never seen it. I do kind of want to watch them all and do a review on them because I mm. feel like it's a cultural phenomenon and I'm a bit yeah. fascinated by it. I think you should. <laughs> I'll turn it into a drinking game when you watch them or something. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. All right. So we're, we're moving away from Twilight and I'm being very specific and I'm going to say um, in the, was it the BBC Dracula series oh. that was on recently? Oh, I can't remember who played Dracula, but he, he was... He was, a, he was a very, oh. he was, I mean, he was just oozed charisma. Oh. And I think that's, I think oh, that's an important yes, one. Yes, because that was on Netflix and I watched that. Oh God, that was so good. What was his name? I'm looking it up. Oh, maybe it wasn't BBC then. Maybe it was just on Netflix, but either way, it was stunning. Okay. I totally don't want to mispronounce his name because it's C-L-A-E-S. Clays? Oh, Clays. I'm not sure. His last name is Bang. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Mr. Bang. <laughs> nice to meet you. Come on in. <laughs> but I think if you were going for like a, a traditional kind of Victorian spooky vampire, mm. he was it. I liked it. Oh, I yeah, it. that's our favorite. Mm. We're very fond of Gary Old, uh, Old, Oldman. Oldman. I can't talk. Um, uh, see what he does to me? He flusters me. <laughs> <laughs> I love him in those little glasses and that top hat. That's a good time. A I don't know. Gary Oldman, like I, I don't see it. I think he's a, very, he's a very good actor. He's got a great presence, but I don't see it. Oh, man. I, I mean, some it. of our listeners are probably like, how dare yeah. you hate on, tw- how, how dare you hate on Twilight? How dare yes. you? I will be, um, I I will get I, the I will get a, a hate mob after me now. No, <laughs> no way. I, no. I do love a good Alexander Skarsgård in True Blood too, but that's just because I like him. Again, He's... I've never seen it. I'm such oh, a fair oh, person. Okay. Do that immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you and Bims can just settle on in and watch them together. You'll have a great time. <laughs> I'm sure she'd love it. She loves vampires. I, I guarantee it. <laughs> Report back later. Yes. <laughs> okay, so no more vampires. Sorry for no, now. I'm just but, about uh, sexy vampires now. All right, okay. well, Done. separate. Separate a little bit. <laughs> so hard. Uh, so <laughs> what started your interest with, like, the paranormal? Like, what started, what got the ball rolling for you guys to even do this podcast? Oh, uh, well, I was always a weird kid. Hey. <laughs> Aw, we all would have been friends then. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like anybody who does a paranormal podcast was a weird kid. Um, yeah. I read yeah. a lot of I read a lot in general but I read a lot of like weird spooky stories and um, like unexplained events and stuff I was really fascinated by all that kid- stuff when I was a kid I talked recently um, about how and I think most kids did like I was so afraid of the Bermuda Triangle oh yeah did- was I ever going to go there no I was so afraid of uh, spontaneous human combustion and somebody else mentioned something the other day acid rain i thought 
Um, sorry, how is everybody living their lives normally when acid rain, the Bermuda Triangle and spontaneous combustion can happen at any minute and sure, everybody's yeah. just knocking around normally? Oh, totally. Yeah, I definitely thought that and quicksand. Like I've, I, I was I've read, just going to say quicksand. <laughs> I, was, I remember reading about these things as a kid and I was like, the world is scary. I'm staying home. I'll just keep reading about all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it, like it, it seems just so... It seemed, it felt to me like, why is nobody invest, like, what? why are we not giving this the attention it deserves? Why is there not a government operation solving and stopping the Bermuda Triangle from <laughs> absorbing crafts? What is happening? I know, dude. I remember that too. Same thing. I, it probably was on like Unsolved Mysteries or something. But whenever I first saw that TV episode that was on Bermuda Triangle, same thing. I was like, whoa, What? My parents haven't warned me of this. It's like, okay, it should be like, don't talk to strangers. Also, Erica, Bermuda Triangle, sit down. We need to make sure you know the protocol for if you ever encounter it. Because <laughs> it was like, what? It can swallow planes and apparently has multiple times. What? Oh, oh huge boats have gone missing? Excuse me? Yeah, just really, I found it really scary. I, yeah, yeah, I forgot about acid rain, though. I remember in fifth grade, um, it, you totally made a memory come back. We had to pick topics, and I remember Paul Matthews picked that. And it, my whole world, again, was, like, just cracked down the middle. <laughs> and it was like, like, I no longer like rainy days. This is the worst. No! And it was so, so scary. I imagined, like, just hot acid, like, the thing that scared me to death in Roger Rabbit when mm -hmm. the guy fell in that vat and then melted away that horrified me and I imagined that stuff falling it was the worst presentation I've ever heard because it was so scary poor baby Erica. I'm with you 100% and Emma oh yeah mm -hmm. I, found it, I found it very disturbing that no one seemed as concerned about this I mean apparently there were all children were really concerned about it, but just never <laughs> broached it with anybody else. And in terms of the podcast, um, so a couple of years ago, I'd been thinking about starting a podcast. Well, I kind of had only just discovered what a podcast was. And yeah. I thought, oh, I could do that. that, that I mean, that's, that seems like a fun thing to do. Um, Dan started or recorded an episode of a podcast about wrestling with his friend Will. And I'm a very competitive person. And I was like, now I have to do it because they've done it. <laughs> I also, at the time, so I do a lot of amateur theater. Or I used to do a lot of amateur theater. And at the time I couldn't because I didn't have the time to do it. So I wanted something creative that I could do on my own time and not, not have to be in rehearsals like four or five evenings a week. Oh, wow, um, yeah. So, so then that, that's when the podcast was born. And I knew that like, so Dan and I would watch horror films all the time anyway. Uh, we would watch things like Ghost Adventures, Dan's a Big Scaredy Cat. And I knew that people would like, I, I, like would enjoy it. And I thought everybody loves a good ghost story. Why not? Let's do it. Mm -hmm. I love so much hearing about how he's a scaredy cat. It makes me really happy. <laughs> yeah, and lots of people think it's like uh, people kind of message both of us and they're like, is he is he really that scared? Yes, he is. Yes, he like in real life he is. It's not it's not a it's not an act. It's not a it's not a put on thing. He gets really freaked out by lots of different things because he believes in everything and he does believe in it. So yep. he's like, 
no, I'm not taking that risk. Everything is scary. Everything's a threat to me. He's gone beyond the acid rain, Bermuda Triangle worries. <laughs> That's like Erica's husband. He's terrified of everything. Wouldn't let us get a haunted doll or any of this stuff. And he then, will not. And then my husband, who doesn't believe in any of it, except for aliens, but he doesn't believe in any of it. And he's like, yeah, but I still don't want a haunted doll here. Because if some bad shit happens, then I'm just going to automatically blame the haunted doll. And then I'm going to start <laughs> believing things that I don't believe in. And I'm like, all right. So yeah. does he really not believe then is I the question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I he know. likes he likes to put on a front and says he doesn't believe. But uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. It's because he's like funny. Mr. Science Engineer Man. Uh-huh. Yeah, Bobby's the opposite. He won't let me watch. Well, I mean, I do anyway. But he <laughs> hates it when I watch uh, scary movies past a certain time at night. Because then he's like, now I'm having nightmares. We can't watch it. Like, if we do, I'm not sleeping. And I'm like, come on. It's so cheesy. It's not that scary. What a weenie. No, he won't. I was going to take a uh, <laughs> like spirit box thing that my dad got me for Christmas to my parents to use. And he said, if you use it, they're fine. But... We're never letting our daughter go there, and I will never visit your parents' house again. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Sleeping is not my thing. Um, and I was like, ah, if I do it, I will suck at lying, and he'll know I did it immediately. And then there goes my like built-in babysitter. <laughs> Can't lose is, that. Um, is your spirit box one of those scams the... through radio frequency? Yes, it is one of those. come out? Yes. The, I think it... SB7, I think is what it's mm-hmm. called. Yeah, we've had I'm SB7. not good at it. I need to get way better at it. I can't tell if they work or they don't, but it's spooky sounding when you're doing it. <laughs> and the shaking head yeah. is like, nah. <laughs> I, I remember watching you talk about, like, I think you must have watched like Ghost Adventures or something and you were kind of like ragging on them a little bit like for the devices and I remember you talking about that one and I was cracking up because I was like she's not buying it <laughs> no it's not it's and I do like spirit boxes really freak me out because they sound really scary right if I was watching uh, Ghost Adventures in my bedroom on my own with the lights off I'd be like <laughs> turn off the spirit box I don't hear it <laughs> But I still don't I still don't believe that they work. Like I I've I've asked this question to people where I'm like, explain to me scientifically how this works. Like how how does it operate? What are the mechanics of it? You know? Mm-hmm. And they just keep going, see it scans radio frequencies, and I'm like, I know, I know. but how do the <laughs> ghosts talk? <laughs> I don't quite understand it either. I just tell myself ghost talk with frequencies i don't know <laughs> and i mean the thing is like i say this i'm i'm say this being really critical we spent ages the other night on this website looking at ghost hunting equipment so that we can make videos about it so i you know i'm not being judgmental at all because you'll see me on instagram in a few weeks and i'll be like this is my sp7 spirit box <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me how it works i won't be able to quite explain it but here we go <laughs> but it's science and it's that's and all you need I mean, to know yeah <laughs> i love all the devices i think they're so fun i want to get all of them eventually and just be that total weirdo walking around with them but i'm into it <laughs> the more devices the merrier I'm convinced my parents' house is haunted. Yeah, that's why we really want to do an investigation there. Because Erica's had some weird shit happen to her since she was a kid there. Yeah, the house is... It's a weird house. I don't know. 
Maybe if I do it in the backyard, uh, Bobby will be cool with that. If it's not in the inside, <laughs> maybe that somehow is better for him. I'm not his sure. His big fear, Emma, is that uh, something will attach itself to their baby. So that's that's his worry. He's thinking like poltergeist kind of level shit. Yeah, or... he thinks we're all going to get possessed. And then uh, he said, if I got possessed, then he's immediately leaving and never talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been together like 11 years. He's like, I'm instantly out. <laughs> if you're If you're a big believer... Like that's a legitimate fear, and you're, you're if you're a big believer, you're going to be thinking, right? I have, I need to protect my daughter and and make sure, yeah, that nothing he's all in. Yeah, I love it, <laughs> but it makes it not as fun when I'm like, let's go explore a place together, and he's like, no. <laughs> it took so much convincing to do the daytime tour in New Orleans with him. <laughs> Where you like have like a cocktail in hand and can walk around. I think that was the only reason why he was down with it, and it was my birthday. He's like a turd. Uh, <laughs> so, speaking of um, you know devices and all that stuff and investigations, have you gone on any investigations yet, or are is that just like that's coming up? No, we haven't as yet. So. Okay. Hopefully, we are in a position now where we live where uh, lockdown looks like it might be lifting. Oh, <laughs> so jealous. <laughs> it's tentative, so I don't want to like celebrate it. And I'm also very aware that other people aren't in that position. So I don't want to be like rubbing it in anyone's faces. But it looks like we might be able to go and do stuff. I mean, as in outdoor stuff. Sure. On... Um, around the end of March but there's a so we live really near a village which is like it's called Pluckley and I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it but it's if you look no. it up it's like the most haunted village in the world what, and, um, what? oh my god that's nearby yeah it's this titty tiny little proper country village and it's actually a really nice place they've got a really nice pub that has an enormous dog I mean that's that's all anybody oh, needs. selling points say no we're right? there <laughs> Um, but I don't really know. I can't remember. I read before about how it ended up with the title of the most haunted village in the world. And I don't think the locals were particularly happy about it because what happened was you had loads of like ghost hunters, sure. you know, paranormal yeah. crews, teenagers coming out and running around the village at all hours of the night. With their SB7s. Being mad disrespectful. <laughs> so they have, a, they have a forest area that's called the Screaming Woods for you know screaming reasons wonderful and i i feel like was it do you remember fact or faked paranormal files yes oh i forgot about that i forgot about that too i have to say i really did love that tv show but i think either them or someone similar to them might have done an investigation in Pluckley. now i could be making that up so if somebody knows better and um, they'll let you know but it's it's a really <laughs> like it's a really like cute little place and happens to apparently allegedly be really really haunted so that's going to be our uh first stop i think when lockdown is lifted a little bit because the thing is the police here will stop people um if they're out of their remit or out of we we have a a stay-at-home order so i i'd rather not be fined when the police stop me in the middle of the night and they're like what are you doing um ghost hunting I don't know. Essential work. work, I don't know. (laughs) You're like, technically nobody was around me until you came. So like, I don't know. (laughs) I'd be like, I'm doing it for the people. I'm letting the people know it's essential. (laughs) I would argue it's essential. 
I need to know. I need to know what you guys find. <laughs> Blame me. I think what would be really neat is if you could manage it so that you become friends with them because they're so close so that you could be like, hey, can I just like come back anytime and do another little boop boop walk around and I don't know, this weird haunted hotel or whatever that's there. Just I feel like being a resident like nearby would have that little in. Oh, yeah, that's true. Instead of like, I'm a tourist. I'm from America. I want to come visit your haunted little village. And they're like, please fuck off. Please leave. (laughs) Go go away. Yeah, they wouldn't. We'd immediately get turned away. (laughs) Yes. It's tricky, isn't it? Because you some some businesses like lean into it where they're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, sure. You know what I mean? It's it's haunted. We're going to we're going to use it a little bit or um welcome people who want to search and then there's some business that businesses that are like I don't want to have any part of this mm-hmm. you know there's a um there's a little cafe because Canterbury where we live is is incredibly old like and I, I I always forget that like some you know houses and whatever in America and buildings and it's it's relatively new um we have nothing that's like older like 1800s and we're like it's so old can you believe how old it is so my so um my cool local though. pub my like uh, my the pub that i normally go to is 12th century Jesus and it's Christ. always been a pub yeah <laughs> that is wow. so cool like i yes it's pretty amazing but there's a there's a uh a tea room in Canterbury it's called Tiny Tim's and you can look up the story about it but it's it's a couple of years ago I don't know how long ago it was they were doing renovations on the building and I think the builders uh, left and they said we're not we're not doing this this is too weird because their tools and stuff were being moved weird stuff was happening and in the end they managed to they knocked in a wall and found the remains of they think a mother and her children um, oh from God. like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago because there was there was obviously in in England there were times where you were persecuted for being Catholic and then times where you were persecuted for being Protestant and it it swung depending on the royalty um, and there were times when people were you know hidden in walls to protect them and then whoever knew they were there wasn't able to get back to them so there was lots of reasons as to why it might have happened um, but yes, yeah, so they found they found those remains, and that's historic. That, that's a fact. That's not a oh that's God, that's not that's a rumor, so or that's not something that's wow. been added to the story. Yeah. Um, and the tea room, they have um, they've left the original room where they found the remains and put up a plaque to say, you know, we found remains here, and wow. uh, to kind of honor. to to honor them, and and yeah. you can you can go and see. Wow. It. They don't make it like a tourist attraction, no, but you can. Sure you can go and you can see it um but apparently loads of stuff still happens in that building and they regularly see children or they hear oh. children playing so i contacted them and i was like hey i'm in like we live in the city can can we come in and we're a podcast and and can we come in and, and like speak to some of your workers and they never got back to me jerks oh somehow that makes again. it more spooky and mysterious <laughs> even though it might not be but in my head i'm like ooh. <laughs> so i definitely will i'll try them again like because i i can imagine because it's quite famously haunted at least in the local area mm-hmm. so i can imagine they get requests quite regularly probably too. yeah wow. but what? still you're you i mean you've hit like local celebrity status haven't you yet <laughs> Oh come on! What? No, you think you're a celebrity. Definitely not. You're a celebrity to us. 
100%. No way. It's okay. You're we'll very, you very modest. <laughs> yes. Emma is super cool, guys. Mm-hmm. That's not a joke. <laughs> she hits me. We bullshit a lot, but not about that. Yeah. <laughs> and she's lovely. And just as lovely as you would think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Side note, back to the creepy children in a... Or the child and the mom in a wall. Didn't we just read recently, Erica, about children... Yeah, so that we they were put talking them, about that. I was thinking of it. They put them in, they put children in church walls. Mm-hmm. As like a blessing because then they believe that the church basically would stay standing. Nothing is more or less like a protection kind of like. Like a protection spell like a only spell because almost, it's a church. But it, because that makes no but sense. But it was a religious thing and they would uh, put kids in the walls of the church. And there's like a. Um, like historical account of a father who found the the priest or whomever it was that did the work and sealed stole the kid and put it in there and he shot him and then he, the dad died from it like they got him back for doing that but yeah they actually would take kids in certain churches in Europe and li- literally put them in the walls to like bless the church yay church so I wonder if that building was that ever was the building ever a church I don't think so but I feel like there was I'm trying to remember the history of it, but I feel like there was a priest involved <gasps> in some way. But I think it was a, I think I think in this case it was a, definitely a protection thing, as in trying to mm, trying to save okay. right. these people and keep them safe because obviously it was incredibly <laughs> incredibly violent yeah, and bloody that's time. A horrible time. Uh, yeah. Uh, I would have okay. lasted a week in that era. <laughs> no. I would have, like, stubbed my toe and gotten gangrene and died or something. It would have happened, and I would have died in the dumbest way. I'm sure it would have been really stupid. Same. Infected mosquito bite. (laughs) You and I are very itchy. (laughs) All right. So I know that one of your segments, like you described earlier, is you guys watch horror movies. So what is your least favorite horror movie that you have watched, either recently or of all time, that you've been like, this was... An absolute pile of garbage. Oh, that's such a good question. <laughs> we can start that's, with your favorite if you want. One. <laughs> my favorite one at the moment. See, mine changes all the time because that's I watch okay. something new and I'm like, this is my new favorite. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I hate everything else now. This is my favorite all along. <laughs> and we recently watched Vivarium, which which divided a lot of people. Remember, Erica, we watched it where the, the couple goes into the tract homes and they get stuck in that tract home thing and it's... Oh, God, yes. With the Eisenberg, what's his name? He's Jesse. in it, right? Jesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so you liked it? Yeah, I, I, I that film stayed with me for I will genuinely days afterwards. I, I, I was so... I, I just was so fascinated by it because I think... Somebody had said, had commented when I posted that we were reviewing it, that it, it was like an allegory for um, the housing market, you know, that, that it, especially, I mean, I don't know what it's like uh, in the US, but, I, but here, <laughs> but here it's pretty, it's pretty much a nightmare to get on the, uh, on the, um, on the ladder, but on the property ladder, but I felt like it was just such, and it was so weird because when Dan and I talked about it, he didn't see it the same way as me at all. Because I felt like it was such a commentary on like heteronormative 
relationships and what society expects of them Mm -hmm. because when they go to view this house it's like oh there's a blue room for when you have a baby and it's a baby Mm. boy and you she thinks that he's making a commentary on that's the logical next step for their relationship but obviously you find out that it that's that they just have other plans for her and they're going to give her this baby and you they kind of slip into this mode of she looks after the child he finds a way to go to work so I found it really like in, in terms of societal expectations and, and a commentary on that, I found it really interesting. And I also felt like for, for modern time, like as in for COVID times, they're repeating the same day over and over again, just like we are. So claustrophobic to watch it. I was like, no. Yeah, I oh, got, no. <laughs> I think I was just angry because I wanted, I felt like I was living it with them and I got mad. <laughs> <laughs> My first instinct is anger when I tell them <laughs> a movie. <laughs> but you're right. I never, I didn't view it through that lens at all. But I can totally see how you can draw those parallels with it. Yeah, and I think that's my favorite style of horror is something where you, where you, like, I don't like, um, I don't like gore. It, mm-hmm. it like, it makes me feel funny. And I, yeah i i find um i find when you have unnecessary amounts of gore like if it's a slasher film or a gore film i just don't watch it because i'm like oh i know i'm not gonna like that mm-hmm. um we also watched a film recently platform oh, oh i, I wanted to see that one the spanish film yes yes oh where it takes place in a prison erica it's, it's oh i know like, what you're I... talking about is it on netflix or was it, it yeah yes it's on netflix and it's so I loved it. I thought it was, I mean, it was ham-fisted because it was your, like, because so, I'm not very intellectual at all when it comes to films. Like I, if, if it's really deep, I won't, I, I generally don't get it. And I end up saying, Dan, can you please explain to me what's happening? <laughs> Who is this person? What does this mean? Um, and I, and I struggle with films that are really cerebral sometimes because I like films that make you think, but when it's really arty, I, I often just don't get it. So I was worried that that's what platform was going to be. I thought, oh, we're going to watch this. And yet again, I'm going to have to say, I just didn't get it. Uh, but I thought it was so, it's all about like uh, trickle down economics, I guess, where, mm-hmm. where you have there are the prison is a platform the platform starts at one if you're at one you get loads of food if you're at the very bottom you get whatever's left and how that works and like I found it really interesting and parts of it were violent but I didn't think it was egregious unnecessary (laughs) for not it wasn't just gore for gore's sake no that's that's what I don't like is when it's gore for gore's sake like things like Like so or hostile hostile I hated I so angry <laughs> again angry i got anger when i watched that one too <laughs> that's like, erica's seriously? first reaction to a lot of things I can't just help anger. It. <laughs> <laughs> hearing you talk about those though one of the movies that i was so angry at and i can't wait to hear how you felt about it because i'm pretty sure you watched it um and i spent like two days like reading on it because i could not digest enough of people's thoughts and whatever on it Oh my God, I, what? What was the Good. name of it? I think it was called, um, is it Mother? It's the one with Jennifer Lawrence. Oh. So, oh, where they moving in that house and ugh, I waited so long for Michelle Pfeiffer to show up. That made me mad. She was barely in it because I love her. And then. <laughs> what was, what was the movie just about? Because I can't even remember. It was. It's um... like, a, it's, it's 
like a weird allegory, I think, if I remember right, for like the Bible and like creation and how we're ruining the earth. And it's kind of like, like religion and like mother nature, like meshing together into some weird I just remember him being (laughs) like Javier Bardem being just really like chill to let all these people in their house. But he was like not understanding when she was like, no, but no. Yeah. Oh, it drove. Oh, it made me so anxious. Oh, I hated it. And then her trying to get out of there. And then it's like, suddenly it's like Vietnam's happening outside. And I'm like, no. (laughs) Yeah. You, um, you obviously managed it much better than I did. Cause I just like, I didn't make any of that any of the connections like i i was like i there's just one thing happening after another and none of them seem connected to Mm-mm. me what what is happening it was awful by the end i i actually i i, I never google films while i'm watching them because because <laughs> people often um they say to us why do you bother reviewing such terrible films and i'm like because we don't know what the film is before we yeah. don't know what the reviews are for the films before we watch it so i never look up the imdb or anything like that before Perfect. we review it so if it's an awful film, we're not going to know until <laughs> until we get to the end of it. And uh, th- this one was when I broke that rule. I, I looked it up because I was like, I, I'm so baffled by mm. what's happening here. I, I need to have something to hold on to, For something sure. that I can like hang, like I can I can hang on to and go, oh, okay. okay, now I get it. So it was towards the end, and I was like, oh, that's what it is. Now I feel stupid. And I just, I didn't enjoy it. I found it, I think maybe if I had known from the beginning, I might have enjoyed it. I don't know. I don't know how I felt about it. Well, it kind of started out okay. And then... Like you shouldn't need a primer for the movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I agree. That movie made me probably one of the most angriest I've ever been (laughs) for a movie. I didn't like that one. And I didn't like the one... um, Oh, shoot. I'm forgetting the name of it, but it's the one where the girl goes to that, like, uh, sanitarium, and they, like, treat her with, like, eels, and oh, then yeah, she's the immortal, and then... Uh, What's it called? It's something uh, with water. water. Uh, uh, the shape of water? No. no. Oh, but it kind of came out around that time. Um, it's very... Oh, if you haven't seen it, please watch it. I want to know what you think about it. Because I was listening and I was like, is it, isn't the shape of water like, like a swamp thing guy? Yeah. So this is more like a cure for wellness. Yeah. I had, I I Googled movie with eels in water. (laughs) Wait, watch it, please. Okay. Don't talk about it anymore. Don't talk about it. A cure for wellness. When the eel scene comes, you just, you're going to hate us. (laughs) The ending on that movie, though, that was another one that I had to immediately look up after because I'm like, what? I just I just remember watching (laughs) that whole movie and being irritated the whole time. So if you want to watch a movie and be annoyed, watch A Cure for Wellness. Yeah. I mean, it happens quite regularly. It's a part of my life is watching Ugh. films and feeling annoyed. Well, Do that one. That, that one is a great one for that. <laughs> we give you that one. <laughs> okay. We're sorry. So I know Erica gave you one that you did not like, but were there any other horror movies that you're like, this is this is terrible? You now can that say we've... mother. I was actually <laughs> just looking at the list of um, horror films that we reviewed, and I, I'm, go- I'm totally going to get slaughtered for this. But I really disliked Lighthouse. <gasps> I haven't seen it. Was it really? I've bad? heard mixed things on that one. So I, I, I need to, I need to 
preface what I'm going to say by saying that Robert Pattinson, 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 whatever, yeah, and Willem Dafoe are incredible okay. in it. Like their performances are out of this world. Because I got a lot of like, I got a lot of messages from people being like, "You just didn't understand the film," and you know maybe I didn't understand the film, but I also don't need to see men masturbating over and over again. I don't need to see it. You know, I don't oh. need to see it. basically just told me i, I don't agree. need to don't watch either. it yeah <laughs> it's a, it was a really it was a really strange film actually because it was beautifully shot it was really like atmospheric it, you know yeah. the, the acting was brilliant but it it obviously something about it obviously really irked me like internally like something really annoyed me about it because i came away feeling really like i don't know why I hate that film, but I really disliked it. Whereas Dan was like, I liked it for the art of it. You know, he was sure. like, I thought it was beautiful and I enjoyed it. And I was like, how? <laughs> he he had sex with a mermaid. It was weird. Like, I have to be like, okay, now I'm back in. <laughs> I was out with the masturbating over and over, but now I'm back in with sex with mermaid. <laughs> I just remembered I movie. just remembered that bit and I was like oh yeah he does that what wait which one I'm still on the who's fence. with the mermaid Defoe or Pattinson Robert Pattinson is with damn the it I wish it was Defoe <laughs> that would have been crazier <laughs> I need to see this what okay like the movie's been out a bit and I haven't heard anything like about it other than people are divided like so hearing that I my mind is blown <laughs> yeah i struggled i struggled with it struggled a lot is it long is it oh i can't remember if it's long i think it was i think arty films are generally long aren't they yeah or at least they feel that way where you're watching Mm, and you're like that was only 75 minutes and you're like that was (laughs) seven hours long (laughs) how did that happen what's happening (laughs) okay i gotta watch it that's on my list (laughs) um okay so Moving on from movies, we have we have some questions. So on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 is not believing, 10 is complete belief. We want to know your just knee-jerk reaction number scale. Ghosts. 1 is 0, 1 is no, 10 is yes. 8. Okay. Ooh, love it. Acceptable. No, okay. <laughs> Gray aliens. Oh, no. She's got her face. One, one. Okay. Oh, hot take. is it because it, wait? Is it because you hate them? Is it because they scare you? Okay. Oh, we <laughs> have prefer, that in common. Yeah, Erica is the same way. Don't worry. Okay, so we'll move on. I hate what them. about Bigfoot? Or or other or other cryptids like Yeti, Yowie? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say seven. Like I I love a Bigfoot story. I love Bigfoot lore. I would love it if there was some proof that Bigfoot existed. Like if 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 researchers come out and they said we've done it we've proved it i'd be like yes i'm giving it a seven for pure positivity i feel like if i put good things out into the universe good things will happen so come on bigfoot i love this okay <laughs> i love that <laughs> um what about nessie oh I'm, i want to be a 10 for nessie but i'm a i'm a one. Oh no <laughs> shots fired nessie <laughs> sorry nessie <laughs> She's hurt. What about the ability to talk to the dead? 
Oh. You'll have a better answer once you order all of those devices. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, in the form. So there's that or, like, uh, mediums and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, I feel like I think that eight, there are... So eight is my answer. Okay. There okay. are people, I think, who have extraordinary abilities whether that's the extraordinary ability to like read people's body language or their facial expressions I I don't know but I I've seen people do crazy things sure um in terms of mediumship so yeah I agree um what about reincarnation oh Is Bims reincarnated? Do you think she was a <laughs> Egyptian uh, Cleopatra? <laughs> um, I'm going to say ten because Ooh. that is one of the things where I there are so many stories that are insane. I agree. So many with kids too. Yeah, the kid oh, ones. The kid ones are gross. Really confuse me because it's like, how do you know? Like the one I always reference is the kid who was like the the uh, pilot mm-hmm. in I think World War One or whatever, and it's like he knew it's crazy stuff. I, I forget they took him to the museum and like the kid like automatically like went through like the like pre-flight checks and how to like maneuver like all the things before taking off, and there was a. Uh, um, like a vet there and he was like how does your kid know like pre-flight checks for this like old plane <laughs> and they're like I don't know it's one of the reasons I'm afraid of having a child I'm like what if you're that's afraid? one of the reasons I was so excited <laughs> I want her to say all the things and Bobby's like D- if she ever says she sees something do not repeat it to me <laughs> and I'm like ah but I want to I'll be really excited I want her to be able to tap into that. I think that's, I find that stuff comforting, but I'm weird. So what, what can I do? <laughs> no. <laughs> so you definitely believe in reincarnation though, Emma. Yeah, I think I do. Although in saying that, like in a couple of weeks time, I'll probably be like, no, it's definitely not real. Hate it. Hate all of it. <laughs> Worse than ever. My, my opinions are fluid with stuff like this and it all depends on what I'm what I've recently read <laughs> and mm. then I'll be like oh yeah it's definitely real and then I change my mind about two minutes later so wow we are way more similar than I've realized because Eric and I do that often on the show like we'll sit there and start off and go yeah like we totally think this one guy like we for a while we're doing this thing about we're doing this random segment we were talking about guys we would invite on our dream boat that we would invite onto and we would be like oh yeah x person is totally dreamy and then we'd continue to talk about him and then we're like no actually he's off he's we, not dreamy at all he's gotta go. like, we, like we sit there and talk ourselves out of a lot of stuff yeah we're so wishy-washy yeah oh well Whatever. at least we're honest about it <laughs> we're unpredictable that's, true that's the best part about us um okay so i know we've talked for a really long time do you have time for giants I always have time for giants. Yay! Okay. <laughs> Since you did not think you would be saying last week. Yay! <laughs> okay, so our main segment today, <laughs> this actually came as a listener suggestion. Um, so, Nicole, thank you. Uh, she sent us this article a long time ago telling us about 
she's like, hey, have you ever considered talking about giants? Yeah, and we were both cool. like, yeah, we had not ever considered this. Um, but, I mean, giants are not, I don't know how to describe them other than they started in lore. And there are some weird stories about them. I mean, they were the, the it's pronounced Yotun? My guess is Yotun? no. Yotun. But <laughs> I mean, because there were like frost giants, of course, fire and mountain giants. Um, supposedly, Ferdinand Magellan discovered giants in Patagonia. He claims that they were like between twelve and fifteen feet tall. Found some like dancing naked on the shore. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I know when I read about this, I was like, how cute. And I guess he sent an emissary out there to go dance and sing with him. And I guess the emissary died, but they never really talked much about that. <laughs> That's the short stick. I, I know. It's like, who's going to go? Go, go check out these dancing giants alone. Report back. No, I will not go do that. I mean, I do I do think if you're ever going to be a, a giant, be a naked dancing one. Right? 100%. Because what's anyone going to do to stop you? Nothing. Just going to be free as yourself. And I just, that's beautiful. <laughs> be reincarnated as that (laughs) (laughs) but um there's also been like these giant footprints that have been discovered all over the world um there was i love this one this guy named michael tellinger uh discovered one in africa with undisclosed location because africa is not a country but anyway he just says in africa he found a giant footprint that he claims was 200 million years old but also he's not an archaeologist and archaeologists are like is that really real? No one really knows because no one knows where he actually found it. Um, also in uh, the Guizhou province in China, they found supposedly a 57 centimeter um, long fossilized footprint. But the problem was it was fossilized in granite and granite doesn't really lend itself to capturing uh, fossilized prints. And they also say that the rock, they're saying like, oh, it's 200 million or how long do they... I don't remember how old they said it was, but it was supposed to be really old. But then, like, the rock itself was dated to be 3.1 billion years old, probably. So, like, their dates were really off, so they didn't really have a lot of good coverage on that. So, like, the footprints that have been found are really, like, iffy. If they've even been found. Like, that's the problem. A lot of times these things just pop up on the internet, and they're like, mysterious footprint found. But then there's no actual uh, evidence by scientists to corroborate this stuff and then there's stories like the weird story that we're going to tell you about emma have you heard about the giant of kandahar no i have not (laughs) i don't know that story (laughs) well okay before we tell you you ashamed everyone does (laughs) obviously none i had no idea until erica was like did you hear about this what is this i only knew about it weirdly because of my husband he told me it a couple weeks ago while we were eating dinner and i'm like come again (laughs) what are we discussing right now a giant did what so before we before we get into that story i know emma you said you had been reading about giants what have you read or how do you feel about them overall thoughts uh i feel that giant lore is universal like (laughs) Mm -hmm. there's there's great giant lore in ireland we have a um, natural phenomenon called the Giant's Causeway, which is like all of these steps out into the sea. And the legend is that it was two giants that were warring, were throwing boulders at each other. Amazing. Like, I love a good giant lore. 
do I think there's giant people? Absolutely, yes, because medically there are giant people. They have gigant is it gigantism? I think, I think so. Yeah. But there, you know, there are giant people. Um, do I think there are <laughs> there were secret races of giant people? No, I do not. <laughs> no, I do not. Maybe we'll change your mind then. <laughs> so I, I um I listened to I'm gonna plug another podcast, but sure. I listened to uh, Hardly Paranormal did a giant episode a couple of weeks ago, oh. so I was listening to that today, and they did a really good job of covering all the like different um, evidence. Lot. And I'm using evidence in inverted commas of, of giants <laughs> talking about it and then dissecting, you know, what what it could be or what scientists say that it is. But, you know, there are scientists who spend their time looking at these alleged findings of, you know, giant skeletons. And more mm-hmm. often than not, there is a scientific explanation or they were just really tall people. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or... There's a real giant of Kandahar. <laughs> I do appreciate that you are about to blow my mind, and I'm going to come away from this like I'm I always laugh about things. And I go downstairs, and I'll be like, "That's it, giants are real." And giants, let me blow your mind. <laughs> I like this story. It's a it's an interesting one. This story comes supposedly from uh, U.S. military, like like soldiers from the army, because they were deployed in Afghanistan and Af- in Kandahar. And a story is, it's been retold Emma's several times. Very and big. It's a really, really <laughs> long story. So we're going to try to make it smaller. But uh, it happened in 2002. And this story is told by a mysterious Mr. K because he and his entire regiment had to sign NDAs that they wouldn't talk about it when it happened. Mm-hmm. Eventually years pass and he's like, this is stupid. I, I must. Know, this, I need to tell people about this. Mm-hmm. NDA be damned. <laughs> so we did. <laughs> so Mr. K is part of the Green Berets. Um, so that's like the elite uh, army dudes. And so he is brought into Afghanistan and they're brought in to try to find this missing group of soldiers that went up into the mountains in Kandahar. And so they're brought in um, kind of high up on the mountain and they start, you know, just going around to where they think their last location was. Because right. when soldiers engage in combat, they send out this little notification thing to their guys. I'm totally fudging this up, but... They send it out just to say that there are soldiers in combat. So they they want to tell base, like, hey, we're firing guns. So you're going to probably want to send backup of some kind. But they right. never even sent that. Which is odd. So for a group to go missing and to not radio in that we're experiencing fire or... Uh, Ambush or something. Anything. It's odd. Because what we heard and what we read is usually people will preemptively call in... Um, backup mm-hmm. and then they don't need it it's like but, not even you know, necessary safe than sorry so for somebody to not call in at all and then go missing is very strange mm-hmm. like um so that's why they called in this the group of mr k the green brace like because they're special forces they're extremely trained to go in and um get shit done like retrieve <laughs> like other uh, military official or military um just you know other people that have gone missing mm-hmm. and so they're here and they start 
following the tracks of where this group went missing. And they're walking along. They start to see eventually, like, a path that maybe, like, goats or something that took. And they're like, maybe this is where they went. So they follow it. And then they start to see, um, like, their radios, like, pieces of it on the path. And they're like, this is weird. Little giant whip antennas and, like, pieces of uniform. Yeah, Random clothing stuff, on like, the ground that's from the, the group that's missing. And they're and like, then they see oh, this is pieces odd. of bones. And they're like, uh oh. This is really weird. So they keep following it. And they're assuming this is where they got maybe ambushed before they could call so in So that's when support. they start, like, taking more, like, defensive positions because they're like, this is not good. So they have their guns all ready to go. And then they reach, like, a plateau. Yeah, and then they see this cave that's in the side of the mountain. And they're like... Did they go in here? This is strange. Because that's where more of their stuff is starting to be found. They're realizing. Yeah. Like, as they get closer to the cave. And the cave is huge. Like, it's not just like a little boop boop. Like, it's not a crack in the in the mountain. It's like a big old cave. Right. So scary. Would not want to go in. Could never be in the military. I would be the biggest weenie. And <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so they're standing there. And then uh, Mr. K is looking into the cave. And he sees something kind of shimmer. And it this happened really fast. So he they're standing there assessing it. He sees something shimmer. And then immediately after, this huge, 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 huge spear whizzes by and impales one of the uh, um, Green Berets right through the chest. A guy named Dan. Dan. He's fully impaled and uh, presumed dead because it's right in his chest he and now they're it's like a lance it's not like a like we say spear because that's what it was but it's more like a lance because it's so big couldn't be held by a human no and so they're within this very short amount of time like what the hell is happening they uh start looking at the cave and out walks this huge giant Okay, <laughs> he has red, luscious locks that go down to his shoulders. Very pretty. And he is like twelve feet plus tall. Okay, so Emma's trying so have, hard not to laugh. You are welcome we to have, laugh. We have giant cave entry, shiny thing, whoosh spear. Dan's dead. What the fuck? There's a giant, beautiful hair. Open fire. That's what's happening. <laughs> and they don't just like fire at his body. They're, apparently, they're all concentrating fire on his face. And they, apparently, they fire for green thirty. Berets. They're going they fire to kill for him. thirty whole seconds, nonstop. That entire time with all these like heavy duty machinery guns to drop him. To drop him. And bear in mind, this giant. When they finally get to look at him, he stinks. He smells like death and skunk, like like what they describe Bigfoot as smelling like. Interesting. He's got six <laughs> fingers and six old toes. He's also interesting because some Bigfoot prints that they've found, like modern day ones, like they have six toes sometimes. <laughs> there was one found in Kentucky where a print had six Kentucky. toesies, okay? So it's it's true. I can I'm... I can show you it. And <laughs> I have it in my closet behind me. No. <laughs> um, so it's kind of weird. Some people think, like, is this a relative of Bigfoot? Who knows? I don't, but I have to say it. But they say that, so his, they describe his, like, toenails as being, like, this really weird, they've got, like, this weird, like, fungus. Apparently his teeth are, like, double-edged. I don't know what they meant when they described it like that, but I was like, that's weird. He's not a looker. He's not. <laughs> 
Beautiful hair, though. The soldiers then proceeded to call in air support. The air support comes in, comes and picks them up, but then they have to send, like, a Chinook to come and pick up the giant because they put, like, a giant, like, net over this dude, and then they, like hauled them away to some secret base because yeah when you when you have something like this happen you have to go back to base or and, and write up a report command and you have to report right write up your report of what happened and so they did and the they were like no <laughs> their officers were like no this is not something you can write down say you can't say a giant killed dan guys is basically what happened <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> And the locals apparently would not go into the mountains because they said that there are monsters in there that eat humans. So the locals Mm -hmm. wouldn't even go up into the mountains. They're like, y'all are stupid. You shouldn't have done it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they they rewrite it. They say that it was just an ambush and they never talk of it again. But also then there's like no real evidence that Dan existed or that this group that went missing died or whatever. Cover up, (laughs) y'all. Sprinkle in some conspiracy on top of giants. Somewhere there is a giant Added body. the believability of the military. <laughs> Sorry, I think there's, there's, there's two <laughs> things that we need to address before we go on any further. Number one, how did the giant have such good hair? I, Erica right? says it was luscious. I have a feeling that it was probably pretty nasty. Erica likes to editorialize and dreamy boat up all of the creatures. <laughs> Well, I'm here for the dreamy boating. I'm here for it. Because you know what? I want to know what, what his hair secret is. It could just be he is he eats a lot of fish, lots of oil, <laughs> vitamin E. <laughs> lots of vitamin D out in the sun. He's in the mountain. Yeah. Damn it. It's that fresh mountain air, really. We probably. need that giant diet. <laughs> I already have a giant diet. Forget this caveman diet. We need the giant diet. Secondly, I'm so scared. I don't remember what my secondly was. Shit. Oh no, I do remember. Okay, I do remember. If locals tell you, now this is purely my film knowledge, mm-hmm. and if film taught me anything, if locals tell you, don't go into the forest. There are monsters that eat people. You don't go into the forest because there are monsters that eat people. That's a life lesson. A hundred million percent. Agree I don't with understand you. why people don't listen to the locals. It's right? as if they, like, yeah. they, I'm pretty sure they fucking know they live there. Yeah. And yep. even if they're pranking you, I don't care. Better safe than sorry. I'm or the if there's even better, if there's a creepy old woman with no teeth or a creepy old man with no teeth, they also know. So listen oh, to them. They've got the knowledge. That's true. Yeah, yeah. They've lived long enough by not going. Yeah, they've survived the giant. (laughs) (laughs) I just love the story. I, you know what? I believe it. (laughs) Erica is totally, you're the fox molder. I am. I can't (laughs) help it. (laughs) I want to believe. And so I shall. (laughs) Great. I think there's um, it's a very human thing though, isn't it? Like stories about giants, like I said, they're cross cultural, aren't they? Like mm-hmm. everybody, you learn about them as kids. Like what's that that beanstalk one when Jack you were a kid? Like, oh yeah, you know. And and there's a there's like a status thing to it, right? Like everybody wants to be big and powerful in some way. That's everybody true. does. So That's giants are like a, a, a 
fantasy you know it's 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 a desire and i don't mean just because he's a bit dreamboating and has a <laughs> but like it's a it's a desire to be something more you know mm-hmm. um, i totally agree bigger and more grand and, and more and more murdery <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of like it's i can't remember i would mix them all up but it's fun to see like which countries make giants kind of like friends and they're nice and educated and intellectual and then like the jack and the beanstalk story he's like like stupid and like bumbly and it's it's funny like different different countries make have different giant like viewpoints which is i kind of want to look more into it and why but i i like it (laughs) i mean i love it because i love those wild stories where you're like well you know what i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna point out all the millions of issues there are with this you know but mr k you fought a giant babe and you won because that's really what this is about (laughs) this is about mr k being able to say i fought a giant and i won and the reason you don't know about it is because of the secret government cover-up but i'm so masculine that i fought a giant yeah yeah i love it you're so right (laughs) you nailed it (laughs) <laughs> i agree one million percent yep yep and rest in peace uh to dan for fighting the good fight well dan and the, the other missing soldiers that got presumably eaten by yeah uh, the soldiers that don't exist according to the government no they and the thing is like i understand that the world is like massive mm-hmm. pretty big there's, there's lots of countries lots of places to hide don't know how well you could hide if you were a 12 foot giant but what if it's like a hollow earth mm. thing and they just like came in through the cracks <laughs> i'm sorry i can't even take hollow earth seriously. i love the way you couldn't even finish that sentence <laughs> i love hollow earth i think hollow earth is so fun like i'm not gonna say that oh yeah i totally believe that but i like that it is fun if you're gonna ask me about flat earth i'm gonna just full-on take a dump on that one because i don't want to talk about it it makes me mad <laughs> But Hollow Earth, I'll talk about that one all day. Hollow <laughs> Earth. I mean, what, what I if they came that. out through the through the cracks? Like maybe that's what caves are. Caves are connections to Hollow Earth. Mm-hmm. Well, also too, like in like the Bible and whatnot, like angels are supposed to be giant, uh, the you know, creatures. Yeah. So Nephilim? is that how you say it? it? When I read it in my head, like to myself, that's how I say it. But that has. That's not something to hang your hat on. <laughs> well, they were meant to be, um, I don't know if it's Nephilim or Nephilim. I don't know which one mm. it is, but they were meant to be the offspring of angels who came to earth and mated with humans when they weren't meant to. Mm-hmm. So I guess in, in a way, I, I wonder if that was in a way, a, a way to Christianize lore that was already there. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Cause so so many, like in Norse mythology, they're they're all giants. There's so many of them that are. <laughs> so it could be like just, I mean, religion loves doing that. They love Christianity loves doing that. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. But yeah, for sure <laughs> they they love just appropriating it and making it. <sighs> we had a good that's talk annoying. about that on Christmas. <laughs> that's a that's a subject that frustrates me. That's what makes me angry. Erica gets mad at movies and other stuff, and I get <laughs> mad at religion regularly. 
Oh, man. It's true. But, I mean, I believe. I believe in giants. Why not? I'd love to believe in giants. Like, I'd love to believe that they were... I mean, how amazing would it be? Like, if mm-hmm. Bigfoot was real, if giants were real, what a world we would live in. I'd be like, wow, how did you hide for so long? That is impressive. <laughs> right? You know? Well, Bigfoot is an interdimensional traveler, so that's how he hides. I'm very aware. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm on board. Thank you. I'm not on board. How dare you? <laughs> you just flip-flopped. <laughs> You did it. I did um, when I was listening to Hardly Paranormal today when they were talking about it. They had looked into the science of what a giant would have to look like if, because you ca- you couldn't you can't scale up like that. So in our heads, we imagine giants as just being really big humans. Right. You, you just you just can't scale up. You just, <laughs> it doesn't work. Their legs wouldn't be able to hold their bodies. Their ankles wouldn't be able to do it. You know, there's only oh, so much you can grow. Well, that's why six toes. <laughs> It adds the balance that they need so desperately. See, I can I can do it. <laughs> That's six toes where all the power is. Would it be like a normal like a like a people toe? Or would it end up being more like a primate toe where it's like a giant like a thumb? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's how the uh That's the, where the six toe print I've seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what it looked like. I gotta say I'll I'll find it and show you guys. Oh my god. It's a good time. But yeah, so that's the giant of Kandahar. <laughs> <laughs> that's the abbreviated uh, version of our story. <laughs> I love it. Why not? Somewhere his body is being examined by high-ranking officials, and it's there. No, it's not. It's it's in the giant warehouse where they put the Ark of the Covenant, just like mm, in Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's in the and warehouse. Just, that's where it is. Yep, it's there. <laughs> They're propped up together. As far as I know... And this might blow your mind a little bit, or if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, there was an ancient relative of humans uh, that lived in the mountains of the of the UA of the Emirates, uh, the Middle East, and Ugh. apparently they were really big, not like twelve foot tall with luscious hair. And I don't <sighs> understand, don't understand just lots of it. But you know, but apparently they were really big. So you know, there huh. were bigger ancestors just not not giants erica you okay. took you took lots of anthropology i'm trying to remember was it gigantopithecus was that mm-hmm. that yep. was one of that's one of ah! our relatives anthropology <laughs> <laughs> i'm remembering a thing just one good job just the 10 name. points oh i'll take it just for you <laughs> but yeah so hopefully we blew your mind and now you believe in giants just a little bit more <laughs> Because that's really all I wanted from this. <laughs> I do. Did you ever um? Did you ever read the BFG when you were a kid? <gasps> yes. So that's what yes, I was I thinking do. of. You know the you know the bit in the BFG where the helicopters come and they take all the giants out of Giant Land, and there's that sense. illustration of them all hanging underneath the helicopter. <laughs> that's what they did. That's what I was the thinking of. I was like, page out of the book. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great visual. <laughs> well done well done (laughs) well we want to make sure that we let you plug anything else that you want to plug sorry there's hammering oh okay it's a giant he's knocking outside he wants me to go out (laughs) Mm, well he's also like stop slandering my name my hair is beautiful (laughs) yeah it is and i really spend a lot of time on it (laughs) and i live in this cave no one ever sees me <laughs> and I try really hard, okay? Yeah, I really do. Really lonely. 
<laughs> but yes, we want to give you a chance to play. Oh, your... so I, I, uh, if you want to listen to more of my dulcet tones and my lovely husband, um, we have a podcast called Real Life Ghost Stories, and Dan also has a podcast called uh, Let Me Introduce Myself. And um, yeah, that's it. That's that's all I've got to plug. <laughs> okay, please well, follow them. They're yes. the best, and we love you guys. And yeah. we're so happy you came on and talked to us. We've talked to you through social media for a while oh, now, and we always love hearing from you. And you guys are wonderful podcast and people in real life. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on. It's been yeah. a joy. I mean, I. I spent a long time today listening to stuff about giants. And you know what? I loved it because it was so mad. I just loved it. <laughs> Who needs giants? I love them. It's I, I, one of the weirdest subjects. It is, but I'm into it. <laughs> I'm also into it. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> There's a whole name. I did this before, before I go. And, yeah. and um, this is probably going to inspire like a... I do. We do a conspiracy series on Patreon, and this oh is probably boy. going to be one of them. But there is a conspiracy theory that the Vatican and the Smithsonian Museum are working together to keep giants from the people. <gasps> what? Religions and science have come together to stop the giants. <laughs> this is. I need to know more about why? this. Why? What are they? I instantly believe this and I need to know why they're hiding it. That's I just want to know is. what their angle is. Like, what? Yeah. Why? It's that the, the, of all people, the Catholic Church would want to hide it considering it would be Nephilim. literal proof of the Bible. Yeah. So, yeah. Strange. Oh, that's <laughs> amazing. That's, uh, I think when you say amazing, what you actually mean is that's a reach. No, Erica believes it. You know, <laughs> she believes it. I'm all in. I'm going to write them a letter. I mean, I'll you always believe that the it. church is up to something nefarious, but I don't know if I believe that it's... The hiding giants. Hmm. Okay. Maybe they're hiding giants because they don't want people to know that it's not Nephilim, so that's why they're like, oh, shh. Mm. And Smithsonian's like, we don't want people to like go hunting for them like they hunt for elephants in Africa, so they're like, let's why are keep they that shit on the deal. The Smithsonian? That's that's I just want to know that. Oh, no, you're, you're reading way too much. Into, you're, you're in too deep. You're in too deep. <laughs> I am, aren't I? <laughs> And then bring in the Illuminati and the the Freemasons. And I'm sure they're all connected. Knights Templar. Yeah, we get them in there. They're always there. They are in the background. They won't leave. The puppet master is pulling the strings. Yeah. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm going to read later. Thank you. You just gave her bathtub reading. So good job. Well, um, we're going to. We're gonna let you go, Emma. But hang around for just a minute afterward. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna sign off. But Emma, you've been a wonderful guest. We are so thankful. This was so much fun. It was really fun. <laughs> it's been a joy, and thank you for having me. I'm sorry if I kept interrupting. The the what? world is really hard to uh to do to, when you know you know when you interview on Zoom, and I'm like, oh, have you? No, haven't. No, I'm just gonna. Oh, damn it! So if if I if if it's difficult to edit, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no. Erica and I interrupt each other regularly. Constantly. You're just and fine. 
We would much rather you interrupt and talk over mm -hmm. our our silly selves than like, every day. You talk. You're more important <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> you are our guest. <laughs> the most important thing about this episode was the giant. That was solid. and his luscious locks mm -hmm. and extra I thumb agree. toe thumb. <laughs> seriously well, thank you for coming on thank you you're wonderful and amazing and everyone please check them out you yes. won't you'll be so happy you did and mm -hmm. hopefully one day the world is open and free and happy and we can make our way over to you and you can show us the most haunted little town in the world yes <laughs> we're gonna need a guided Nothing tour would Yes, nothing will make us happier. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been the Night Guys podcast and Emma, of course. Uh, I'm Liana. I'm Erica. And I'm Emma. Yay! Yay. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>